Test, one, two, test, test, test. Why would that, that's my question, test, 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 one, two, three. That may be it, right there. All right, welcome to the Audio Input Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Troy Vita. I'm Clayton Ambrose. I'm Shay Salgado. I'm Jacob Carter. And we have a few uh, things we're going to talk about with you today, music-related things. We're going to start with just a quick roundup of what we've been listening to personally lately. Uh, for me, basically, I've been listening to a lot of uh, like late, or I guess like 80s, 90s post-hardcore, because uh, I'm a really big fan of McCluskey, and I've been like running out of post-hardcore to listen to, because like, I already listened to At the Drive-In, and I already listened to Fugazi and all that, so I went backwards, and I listened to... Uh, the Jesus Lizard, I listened to Shellac, I listened to oh, nice. uh, Polvo, mm. and uh, Scratch Acid. That's cool. And they're all really, really good, and they're all, like, just share Steve Albini in common, because he's got mm-hmm. his hand on anything loud and noisy in the 80s and 90s. So if you like some disjointed, loud, scratchy rock music, I'd recommend listening to those, and listen to McCluskey as well. I wish I could move through a genre that just, like, confidently, I'm always, like, just bouncing around <laughs> everything all yeah. at the same time. I mean, I like that. That's usually how I am. But like at this point, I was like, I'm like desperate for something that sounds like this. So I needed to actually like put in the effort for once in my life. Mm. All right. I've uh, for me, it's only blur. It's all blur. <laughs> I love blur so much. I've, I've been in a voice since I was like 15 and I go through like phases. But this is probably one of my my most potent phases of, of blur fandom. Um, and other than blur, just one other song. It's Love My Way by the Psychedelic Furs, as featured mm-hmm. in Call Me By Your Name, Ooh. one of my favorite movies that I've seen recently. That yes, was in Call Me cool. By Your Name? It was in, it was in Call Me By Your Name twice. Was it? Yeah, it was at the little dancing scene. Oh. And then when they're, remember when they're going through that town and they, like, Army Hammer just hears it. Oh, and he's like, yeah, he, yeah, he takes yeah, Timothy yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. follow me. I didn't know Army Hammer was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's the older one, which we talked about earlier. My, little, uh, my mom... Uh, was in a sorority in college, oh, and yeah. uh, one of her sorority sisters—that's her son—is Army Hammer. Really? Yeah. Wow, so it's a good name. A tenuous yeah. connection to him. Those have got to wow. be some good genes. Yeah, how, that like, man is. Please, a picture, please, Ooh. and height. Picture. <laughs> I met Army Hammer. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, just side note—he's so tall. He makes Timothy Chalamet look small, but Timothy Chalamet is like pretty tall himself. Just things that I noticed. Uh, but yeah, that's really it. Um, love my way, and then just blur, all blur. Timothy Chalamet is kind of weird looking. I'll be honest. You think so? Yeah. I thought he was uh, like a little bougie at first because I read that he just like on a whim just went to Columbia. I was like, well, he's he's, he's too like rigidly handsome. He looks like handsome Squidward. <laughs> 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 and there's like if you catch him in like a weird lighting angle, like I've seen this picture, like the shadow does weird things to his cheekbones, so he looks like a trapezoid. <laughs> he's got very. He's got a very. <laughs> His like his jawline and his jawbone are very like it's like computer generated. Basically. He's he's like textbook like <laughs> traditionally handsome and it yes. freaks me out a little. He's a very handsome man. Yes, but the, that's it. Oh, specifically early blur. Really, I love that. I love all that English English stuff. I'm an Anglophile, and I won't apologize for it. You're a, a Tiaboo. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, apologies. Nice. <laughs> you, hey, look, look. Did you think of that? No, I didn't think that oh, was fine. I, I wish I had. I, I, I really wish I had. That's good, though. That's totally a thing. And that, that, is, that is me. Yeah. That could have been a unique selling point for us. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I guess it's my turn. Um, what am I listening to lately? Uh, so I went back and listened to uh, Sizz's album from last year, Control. Very mm. good pop album. Yeah. Also mm. listened to Melodrama again. I didn't mm. really get much out of it the first time, but second yeah. time through, whew, it's a Ooh. good album. Both uh, both robbed, as we'll talk about. Both robbed, yeah. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. But um, a lot of what I'm listening to, and I think everyone else just finds this insanely obnoxious. I'm super into it. They put out... Uh, there's a radio personality called Dr. Demento and he he's been on the radio for upwards like 30 years or something and he put out uh, like a two hour compilation of covers of punk songs and I've I've just been like listening to those like nonstop because there's like some super weird stuff in there it's like you know William Shatner doing a punk song there's a Shona Knife covering a uh, Will Weird Al song just like like actual Shona Knife actual Shona Knife covering a Weird Al song that's weird it's, it's, uh, it's that's weird. Weird. Yeah. that Adam West covers on there. Yeah, too. it's an Adam West song on there. Um, it's it's obnoxious as all hell, but honestly, at, at this stage it. in my life, like I'm into weird stuff like that. Like I've been like slowly becoming like a Ween obsessive in the past like couple months, and I'm just into like weird rock like that. I'll have to check that out. Two hours is a bit long. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah, but... and they're not they're not all great. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't you can't win them all. Yeah, there's some cool stuff on there. Did you tell us what you were listening to, Troy? I haven't. I was actually about to get to that. Thank you. I was distracted looking at my uh, Spotify recent. Um, One thing I've listened to a lot, uh, I've listened to like the only Mountain Goats album that I haven't really like listened to was Beat the Champ because I was never like, I feel like I was never into wrestling enough to even listen to it. But I just watched Glow and uh, my friend sent me a bunch of old wrestling videos. So I felt, I felt ready. I listened to it a lot. What what's that what's that song about Eddie Guerrero? Oh, um, it's uh, the Legend of Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, uh, not song. not about Eddie Guerrero, but about Chavo Guerrero. I was listening yeah. on the way home one time and I made me cry. <laughs> it's a really it's really good because it, it's like about wrestling, but like it feels like it's about life. You know, it's very uh, it's very well because because it's it's, a, it's about like his childhood. Like he yeah. like John Darnielle, he talks about how like Chavo Guerrero was like his hero, watching him on TV, and his dad would always try to put him down, but like he looked up to him because he was like. A pinnacle, like a paradigm of like justice and like yeah, bringing evil to its. Yeah, and I've also been uh, I've been watching like some old wrestling, um, also. What are you watching with it? Yeah, what are you watching? I was watching. I was watching like uh, Ric Flair, like nice. just like highlights, nice. yeah, and uh, people like that. I've 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 seen one full wrestling match in my entire life, and that was the uh, the legendary uh, Undertaker uh, Mankind Hell in a Cell match, where mm. they're like on top mm. of it and he throws them through it. I'm like really. Yeah. Then he like throws them on like like pins on the ground like why can't all wrestling be like that crazy i've seen like 12 episodes of lucha underground so i feel confident calling myself (laughs) Uh, i've seen like 12 episodes of a mucha lucha (laughs) (laughs) i've only seen like clips on youtube but i've i watched like a i don't know like a a thing on tv once it was like interesting i don't know it was good it was uh it's a show yeah. It's a show. It's like yeah. a it's like plot and crazy characters. There was I've a also, plot, yeah. I've also been listening to uh to a lot of just like I listen to a lot of post punk because uh I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh International Clash Day is coming up, which usually I wouldn't pay attention to, but um mm-hmm. our uh, general manager, Daniel Schumacher, is is yeah. uh is pressuring me into doing a two hour clash show nice. on the station. And he wants me I want I'm gonna do like music that inspired and was inspired by the clash. Yeah. Nice. So I've been doing like research for that and listening to a lot of post-punk and yeah. uh, like 70s punk. Speaking of post-punk, um, a little moment of silence for Marky Smith. Oh, yeah. Of mm-hmm. the fall. Um, I don't know. Controversial, inflammatory, 
always interesting. Important. I I, I still I still don't really know anything about the fall. I listened to my first fall album like a couple weeks ago, actually, which was is kind of weird. It was Our Nation Saving Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that, it was a really good album, but like their their like mythology is so expansive. It that, is. Like I still don't know like anything about Tons them. Stuff. I've only I've actually personally only listened to Our Nation Saving Grace, Hex Induction Hour, and uh, Grotesque. Oh, and Live at the Witch Charms. But so I don't know a whole lot about. Well, I, I know he was a, he was a polarizing figure. He was a very it? polarizing figure. Yes, and uh, you can read about that on Pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plug in Pitchfork yeah. now. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, need it. and th- this might be kind of a good segue into our next topic. They didn't give Marquis Smith a tribute at the Grammys last night. He was he wasn't on there, and Fredo Santana wasn't on there. Ooh, wow! When did they make these? You know what? Just burn down the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, so we'll on to our next now. topic, on how to we're going to burn down the Grammys. How we're going to burn down the Grammys. Uh, there were some upsets. There were some snubs. No, there were not any upsets. There were a lot of snubs, I think. There were, yeah, yeah, let, yeah, let's not act like these <laughs> people were, were upset. upset. <laughs> people were upset about it, though. Yeah, but, let's you know. let's not give like the Academy too much credit in, in implying that they were considering these other albums. So, the Academy, though, I I asked my girlfriend this, like who. It's like on the academy. Who like what? What comprises the academy? So it's very. It's like a secret. It's like the Illuminati almost. It's probably very the same secret. people who are on like you know? the MPAA or something. It's the something. same way with the Oscars too. Yeah, it's always it's very secretive, and they don't oh, really put out a lot about who makes these decisions. Because it just seems that every year since like I was in high school, since we were in high school, starting with like the the Macklemore Kendrick Lamar thing, that just every year <laughs> they just get something big wrong. Yeah, like um, Beyonce loses to Adele or. Um, Kendrick Lamar doesn't win album of the year, or loses to Taylor Swift. Loses well, to Taylor uh, Swift. Lamar's immediately after yeah. that. For for the uninformed, uh, in 2015, uh, Kendrick Lamar's "Good Kid, Mad City" lost best rap album of the year to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's "The Heist." Yeah. Yes. So if you if you needed yeah. like kind of a uh, like a microcosm like on why you shouldn't even watch the Grammys, then yeah. <laughs> you can just check that out. Thrift Shop taught me that it was okay. To be <laughs> so you know, I'll give him. The- <laughs> Uh, yeah. Would you guys want to go like category by category? Yeah, let's do like let's, the important ones. The ones okay. we can like, we um, let's give a sizzling hot take. Well, so, since we won't really get to these, like, let's just give a shout out to uh, the National for winning uh, yeah. best yeah. That was a pretty good. That was a good call. Um, uh, somebody, somebody else, good one. LCD Sound System for best dance for best recording. Uh, Father John Misty Spear Comedy won for best uh, record packaging. He really, he really <laughs> so deserved he, that one. No, he it was a tie. That. I read it was what? a tie. With something else. You can't. You can they, have a tie. Gonna, what? Sh- <laughs> they're going to like share it. Like Look, one I week would, I keep the trophy. Next week you keep the trophy. I was, I was reading on the uh, the New York Times, New York Times list. And I was just going down highlighting stuff that I thought would be uh, interesting. And it was a tie. I'll get right back to you about that. I, I think if, if Pure Comedy would have won Best Alternative Album, then I think Josh Tillman would have actually exploded. Like, just yeah. from, like, the pure, like, like irony feedback would have just, like, disintegrated his body. Yeah. The uh, Foo Fighters won Best Rock Song. Over, That's what over, I was over, talking about. Over who? Over Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica. All. That's, that's, that, fair. Oh, that's, that's fair. fair. Bands that's fair. that we love. here. <laughs> 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 Computers, your days are numbered because rock is back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like you say that, but like City of Evil, Avenged Sevenfold, that album's kind of a banger. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, Beast in the Harlot is is kind of a good song. I've never I've never dabbled in any sort of Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> you got some uh, categories. Moving for us? on. <laughs> Do not um. censor me. <laughs> uh, so for album of the year was. Uh, 
Charles Gambino, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Lord and Bruno Mars. And as I'm sure anyone listening to this already knows, probably uh, Bruno Mars somehow crawled out of that you gotta stop speaking about this pile. somehow like what? i'm doing air quotes <laughs> right now like this was like a surprise i just i, I don't like it, it, this was bound to happen well, you, it's still know. surprising even from like a even from like a like a hits standpoint i feel like damn had more hits too you know yeah but that album talks about like racial injustice yeah that's and true. Like, you can't have that can't, yeah, and that like killing you people you can't give country more grammys you know yeah. It it, it, yeah. it it displayed uh, Fox News hosts in a bad light, and I'm sure Fox <laughs> News is a very big financial contributor to the yeah. Academy. Uh, my friend's mom, Riley, sorry, my friend's mom, mom one time said it looked like Geraldo Rivera, and I never felt more. <laughs> Was this the same one that birthed Army Hammer? No, <laughs> no. no. Is, is, is that is that why you grew like the, the the chin hair so you wouldn't just have the mustache? Absolutely. I, I, if there's anything that makes me look Geraldo. like Geraldo Rivera, I need, to, I need that out of my life immediately. For you, yeah, for for guy. all you like, for all you who don't know what we look like, Jacob looks like if uh, Mark Maron and Geraldo Rivera just kind of <laughs> had had a genetic uh, splicing. I, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, Clayton. Mm. <laughs> <It's, it's laughs> what's up, everybody? Bad looking like. <sighs> Geraldo Rivera, like, you know, he's had some shame in his life. He he opened Al Capone's vault or whatever, and there's nothing, <laughs> nothing in it. There. But he he looked fine. And now he's he looked racist, great. But... And now he's a racist. <laughs> and now he yeah. And that's just how it goes. So yeah, so somehow he won best song, Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Nobody. He won he won my of the year. Uh anyway, Troy, thoughts on album of the year? Album of the year. I I think it should have gone to damn. Even though Damn is like the third best Kendrick Lamar album, I still think it just aren't really that great of nominations. I don't know. So yeah. maybe maybe Melodrama. Yeah, Melodrama was pretty else. good. Yeah. So if you don't know, because I didn't know, it was uh, Awaken My Love, Charles oh, Gambino, 444, <laughs> Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama, Lord, and then 24 Carat Magic by Bruno Mars, yeah. which is the winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that that's probably like the least good of all these albums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. I would say not only is this like odd, this is odd because all these albums are probably better than this. Better than 24 Karat Magic. Yeah. 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 I, there's nothing wrong with like just, you know, fluff album. Like, oh, this is fun, you know. Yeah. But like, I don't know. To give it the highest Br- award, yeah. Bruno, if you're listening, we love you, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's I love you, But you just, we, we, you need to give it back. You, you gotta, need yeah. to give the trophy you, yeah, back. You gotta do like pull a Malcolm or like screenshot the text you sent to Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> <laughs> and just post that to Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't mean this to be a slam on Bruno Mars. Like he's you know he's a fine musician. He's got mm. a lot of cool sex moves or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But like just just looking at some of these other nominations, like just I don't know. I feel like they're gonna have a lot more lasting power than Twenty Four K Magic. Yeah, Twenty Four K Magic is gonna like the only. The only way that that's going to stay around is like like uh, rich white suburban kids doing like their covers of it because like, somehow they can sing really well, which no. is how I like found out about Twenty Four Karat Magic. No, dude, 20, 24 Karat Magic is going to get like infinite trailer play over the next that's like a decade think so? or so. Oh yeah, for what? You were, you were, what's for, for the movies? For um, for maybe the beginning of action comedies. Um, whole comedy trailers whenever um, there's a movie whenever like anyone walks into like a casino or something any place like denoting wealth or affluence <laughs> 24 karat magic will play yeah yeah J- jacob earlier said um well jacob earlier said that uh he thinks that um that 24 karat magic will have lasting power which one do you guys think any of those albums like will have lasting power damn 
I think Damn is the obvious answer. Um, I think melodrama might. I, I, if 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 Lord continues her uh, her like yeah. popularity over the next oh, few yeah. years, then melodrama yeah. definitely mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Uh, Maybe four, 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 yeah, or four forty-four. Yeah, but he's—I mean, Jay Z's had so many albums. I feel like there's better Jay Z albums to be remembered. I think it's really funny that he got nominated for eight awards and won none of them. Yeah, that's that's sad. How much lasting power do you guys think "Awaken My Love" has? None. Awaken My Love. (laughs) If 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 Childish Childish Gambino, I can't speak today. If Childish Gambino like continues this like being a funk musician, like gets even better at it, people might remember it as like. Well, Childish I, Gambino I is he's retiring. He's retiring. So. He's retiring. He's retiring. Well, I, thought he, I thought he was retiring the he's, name. Well, he's he's retiring. Music. Oh, he's still gonna make. Oh, I didn't know that. He might just be. Well, he's gonna. He's gonna be very whatever. busy soon, considering that's true. He does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get another new Wu Tang name generator name. I think. I think Awaken My Love. And I've never heard it, mind you. But mm. uh, I think it might have some life like a few years down the road. It's like a, you guys remember this album type thing? Yeah. Like, man. This... I definitely still hear Redbone at parties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's how it's going to live on is through like these, those videos like on Tumblr, like Redbone, Redbone in like a bathroom at a party. <laughs> those are like, fun. Like Redbone from like a car down the street blowing it. Redbone from like a speaker on a mountain. Redbone from Al Capone's vault. Redbone <laughs> from Al Capone's vault. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, Zinger of the Week. God, what no. a timely <laughs> reference. Um, it's a quick one. Gotcha, I've, I've, I have heard one Childish Gambino album, and it was Camp. And Camp is, Camp bad. is Camp horrible. No, Camp's a great album. I, uh, what? I, actually, I'll, look, I'll say, oh I'll, before like um, Awaken My Love, which I thought was all right, I despised Childish Gambino. I like Donald but Glover. I, I like what was, he does was, in, in other media. He was like funny, but he wasn't like good. He was like, there was some funny songs on like on a fuzzy internet. I, I will give I will give Camp its due. It was one of the first rap albums that I really got into. Yeah. Like I remember oh. I remember first learning about it because I, I watched Community at the time, and I was in a doctor's waiting room, and mm-hmm. there was like an Entertainment Weekly in there, and it was like, hey, Don Glover, you're making a new album. And I was like, is he now? And so I went home and downloaded and listened to, it, and I was like, wow. I'm white and this is good. <laughs> and then I spent like the whole summer like playing Team Fortress 2 and listening to camp. Wow, and that's so, exactly my experience. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be like a Childish Gambino kid. I wanted to be a Childish Gambino <laughs> fan, but I just like couldn't do it. Like I wanted to like him and I couldn't do it. So, you know, let that speak for itself. I like uh, I like Atlanta. It's a good show. Atlanta. I think it's a great show. show. Yeah, no, I think he's great on Community and his stand-up special. He's, he's, de- he's definitely he's a, a talent. talent. He's a yeah. modern. He's a modern. Oh, yeah, it's awesome, like man. wild stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys want to move through some of these other categories? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Uh, record of the year up for nomination was Redbone, Childish Gambino, right. uh, Despacito by uh, a lot of people. <laughs> many, <laughs> um, many names. Story of OJ by Jay-Z, Humble, Kendrick Lamar, and 24K Magic, Bruno Mars. Now, I'm going to be just, honest. I'm surprised Humble didn't win that one. Yeah, yeah. the uh, 24K Magic won that category. Humble was a, a huge single. Humble's yes. good. Yeah. Record, record of the year. One record of the year. Yeah, Humble yeah. was Humble was a huge single. It like played like in the NBA Finals, I think, or or some big sporting event. It might not have been out in the last NBA Finals game, but um, that song was a big deal. And like that, that would have been like a, a relatively friendly song to give the award to because it's not too yeah. like out there politically or anything like that. So maybe this is they're just like miles ahead of us. Like we're like we think they're playing it safe, but like the safe would have been to give it to Kendrick Lamar. Like they're miles ahead of us. They're, <laughs> they're in that controversy. They wanted us to be talking about. It's this. just yeah. it's layers of subversiveness. Like yes. it's like the last Jedi. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh, 
Keep moving. That was the same. I don't want to no, talk about that was the same anymore. nominations. Okay. Yeah. Uh, song of the year. Uh, That's when, no, no, no. There's record of the year and then song of the year, which is dumb. Which is dumb. It's That's very dumb. dumb. Yeah. Bo- both were won by Bruno Mars. Bro- yeah, both yeah. were won by Bruno Mars. Really? Should we? <laughs> That's awesome. Different, Actually, different song though. Different song. Not twenty four camera. It was uh, that's what I like. Was, right? That's what I like. Yeah. I don't know Cardi B on. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that song, and I don't know anyone who knows that song. <laughs> I I, feel like I, I, I heard that song on the radio more than I heard twenty four karat magic. Yeah, I think it just happened happen. to be like. I think it just was a hit a little bit later. I guess I that song just didn't have like the Facebook videos of like the kids doing the covers. That's true. <laughs> it will though. Which is only trust how me. I, like, it will. Hear Bruno Mars songs. Yeah. Now it's song of the year, so people are definitely going to jump on that covers. Uh, this this yeah. is kind of a tangent, but I, how do you guys feel about Pharrell Williams? And how do you feel about Happy as a song? Happy's really bad. Happy's no, I, I love Happy. <laughs> I love Happy. I like, I like, I think Pharrell's good. I think, um, I, should, I, I, can't, I can't tell if you're doing a bit about Happy. I'm not doing a bit about Happy. Look, when I was like a junior in high school, like I legitimately like Happy. I think the music video, it's 24 hours long. I think that's like a funny thing. But my favorite Pharrell moment is like his ad-libbing on a, Virginia by Clips is my favorite Pharrell moment. So I got cred. I like Happy, but I also like Clips. Clips is so good, but Happy. When when you work in a uh, in an office environment like I did for about a year and a half, there are some right. songs that you just cannot listen to anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Happy is one of them. There's a few Adele songs in there. They played about a uh, five Maroon Five songs a day, and so I just can't. Sleep. Where was this at? This was at a State Farm. Yeah. I uh, I worked at Kohl's and like they played a lot of like that like really yeah. bad like folk pop. They played a lot mm-hmm. of like uh, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, like group love or something. Like like, group like the, love, Lumineers. the Lumineers. Lumineers, but there's also that yeah. that guy. Um, Vance Joy. That song about Vance Joy. This is the guy who had that song about fire. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something. Jimmy Hendrix. Right right now. Yeah, it was yeah they played a lot of Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> Bad folk pop. Right, right now, I work at a store in the outlets, and this is kind of out there, so I won't name what store. But uh, it's kind of good musically, and it's really odd because they played "Total Entertainment Forever" by Father John Misty in there one time. It's like a twelve minutes. And that right? no, but that song "Total Entertainment Forever" begins with the line, "Betting Taylor Swift every night inside the Oculus Rift." Hell yeah! And they just played that like boom. I've worked I've worked a couple jobs where I just get to like have the aux cord, and I've like forgot what was in song sometimes and like got in trouble for it. I got like, a Yelp review written about me for my handling of the ox cord. That's great. Um, yeah. what's the next category? Um, it's not Bruno. Mars. Country. We're going to skip country. Oh, wait, that, Cause care? Chris Stapleton was the, look, the right choice. I just got to oh, say, look, happy is just like a classic pop song. <laughs> in like, sort of like the Brill building sense when I feel like, ev- I feel like people legitimately like sat down and wrote that melody Note by note, and I like I, I like that. It's kind of you like, guys um, can't like come Bird in Bacharach. here. Rock. You guys can't come in here every week and give me shit about Carly Rae Jepsen. And then <laughs> I don't. I never do. Like happy. I never I do. I don't. I don't give we, you anything about like Carly Rae Jepsen. None of us do. I'm calling you. I've out. only supported you. We we only flame you because it's your thing. <laughs> All right, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> happy is a bad song. Do you, okay. get, uh, do you guys want to talk about comedy or no? Let's talk about comedy. Okay, up for comedy was the new Dave Chappelle special. Yeah. New Jim Gaffigan special, Jerry Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman, and Kevin Hart. And uh, I didn't and, know uh, Chappelle one. Uh, Dave I've, Chappelle. I've only up. seen the Chappelle and the Seinfeld one. And the Seinfeld one was just literally the same jokes that were in like those little like transition bits in the show Seinfeld. He just like said them as an older person. He's like, <laughs> what, did you did you think those were fake? Did you think those weren't like his no, real stand? Those is real jokes, but I feel like he should have come up with more jokes by now. It's been like twenty years. 
30 years, something crazy. Why would he? People if it ain't watching. broke, don't fix it. I guess, you're right? <laughs> There's like the same like reworded jokes from like, that. I don't know. I feel like I just watched too much Seinfeld, so I didn't think it was funny I anymore. I didn't know that Sarah Silverman <laughs> was still like doing. Oh, yeah. Else. No, she's t- she's still around. Uh, she's like, I think she does more acting now. Yeah. But um, well, I remember her for her on like uh, Amazon or something called I Love You, America, which why would you? <laughs> I remember her for her breakout role in uh, the School of Rock. As a Ned Schneebly's girlfriend. Um, but yeah, shout out to Sarah Silverman because I she's been like one of my favorite comedians for a long time. Like Sarah Silverman program ended like ten years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Uh, way before it's time. But uh, anyway, shout out to her. Dave Chappelle made a good comeback though. I'll give that to him. I heard the specials were bad though. I heard, I heard mixed great. reviews. I heard they, people, some people said they were really good. They, there was some were. some jokes um, and some joke subjects that he did that he <laughs> took like. He just kept hammering. They like weren't funny. In particular, the the one about trans people. Oh, I'm like, sure. Did you guys hear about yeah. this? I, he, uh, he had like he had like a series of jokes that was like half of the first special that was just about trans people. Like, like it like wasn't funny. I, like, yeah, I, I got to about that point in the special. He and was, I was he like, was, uh, he wasn't he yeah. didn't like say anything directly like super offensive, but he was just saying he was like saying that like uh, basically saying like trans people are like are, like circus sideshows. Like he was like he was yeah. saying that uh um. Who's the Caitlyn Jenner? He's saying Caitlyn Jenner is uh-huh. gonna gonna pose in Playboy, and he's like, I don't really want to see it, but like, I kind of want to see it. Like he was like, he was like morbidly curious yeah, about a, this one, about this look. woman's body, which if, is like kind of yeah. just a fucked up way to so, like uh, look at them. If well, you this can't is see Trump's me. America, and yeah. <laughs> so if you, you can't see to, me uh, in the booth right now, I'm stretching my collar. <laughs> anyway, we can move yeah, on. I am um, loosening my tie. I'm desperately trying to unbutton the top button of my shirt. Um, I up, don't get no respect. Up for best rap album was a uh, Jay Z with four forty four, uh, Kendrick Lamar with Damn, Migos with Culture, uh, Rhapsody with Layla's Wisdom, and Tyler the Creator with Flower Boy. And now oh. we've got Troy with some. Those takes are all here good albums. That. My take, uh, I think Flower Boy should have won that. Yeah. What did you think of Tyler just coming out and saying that he should beat Kendrick Lamar and Jay Z? I think that's that just a little. Sound, that just sounds like Tyler the Creator. I think well, I, actually, I just want to pause. I just want to motion that anytime you say, "Did you hear about this?" We gotta say, "You hear about this? You hear about this, guys?" <laughs> 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 right, so yeah, you hear about this? What do you think I, about that? I I heard about this. Um, it's kind of a kind of just like bad practice, like talk about your competitors before the awards. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a very Tyler thing. I feel like he's. You can never tell if Tyler Creator is serious. Um, I, that's kind of, that kind of goes against him. It was very subversive how his, yeah, his ad was at fuck Tyler for a long time. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can never tell if he's messing around. He said that, I don't know. I, f- I feel the same way about that, that I feel about a lot of the way people talk about sports a lot is like whenever like a basketball player, like an NFL player, like talks trash or like celebrates or like, this is so disgraceful on the sport. You can't, you can't say things like that. We're, we're a gentleman's league, but it's like, I, I, yeah. I enjoy seeing kind of like the competitiveness, you like, like, out, of, like out, of, uh, out of, out of artists and athletes alike. It's, you like beef? It's fun. Like that's, it's that's fun true. to, that's true. And it's not going to harm them. Like true. what, what is the fallout of that? I'm sure nobody was mad at all. You're right. Yeah. And it's like, I, I've come around on that in my ears. I used to be that kind of guy, but then I started like enjoying like Father John Misty and like Sun Kill Moon and other Mark Causalike projects. And yeah. I just love these like dudes who just talk to Rash all the time. Is this like a, look, I feel like we all grew up, you know, middle-class neighborhoods in Texas. Is this like an affliction of being like, maybe just like a, a middle-class boy just being like, um, like what you were saying that you had like that, uh, 
you're describing people being like, oh, that's disgraceful. You shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Like when I, then the Kanye thing at the, the 2009 VMAs, like I was like, oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if like that happened now, I'd probably be like, duh. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Ayo. Well, I think, I think it's just because we're taught like this like blanket morality where mm-hmm. it's like, being polite should apply in all situations. Yeah, well, every time. Yeah, I also, I think yeah, yeah. I think Taylor Swift is a much different thing in 2018 than she was when whatever year oh, that, that sure. happened. She's yeah. probably I would say she's probably lost sympathy. Oh, right, right, hundred percent. If yeah. that happened right now, Kanye West could have climbed up on stage and like clubbed her in the back of the head <laughs> with the award, and I would have been like, yes. There would be yes. like there would yes. be like a like a, a Vice article about like um like Kanye you know, talked about Taylor Swift last night and every POC won. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. I can say that. My, last, say name, my that. last name ends in a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, mine does too. Can I say things like that? No. No, it's, no. A, it's a silent vowel. You're count. passing. I'm not. <laughs> um, um, anyways, damn's a good album. The, yeah, the, yeah, important, yeah, the important fun. thing is, Tyler Creator said that. Maybe he shouldn't have. I think he was probably right. That he should have won over Kendrick. Lamar. He should have. I mean, that dude's not burning. That's like my only. It's, it's like okay, so it's it's like Tyler the Creator's album. He, I guess they they don't have to, they only take this into consideration. Tyler the Creator, he like really like changed himself in it, and he like uh, I feel like it was a lot more like it was a lot more beautiful. I think that's why it wasn't as popular because like uh, the songs were like super long and like like long intros, long outros, like transitions. Um, I I think what he did, I think I think Damn was Kendrick Lamar going going down to like. Like taking his like high concept album, like taking him down. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Tyler created the opposite, like brought his up. I, I, can, I guess I, I guess they don't even look at it like that way. I can't I picture any way. like official academy like hearing about Tyler the Creator like in the next like decade or so. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he'll he'll blow up and he'll he'll. I mean, he's already blown up. Like everybody knows Tyler the Creators, yeah. but like he's not gonna get any like gold recognition. Like he's not carrying. I, home I definitely trophies. understand why they went with uh, Damn on that, but. I think they. I think Dan was deserving. I think. I think it's a good album. Good, maybe like maybe like a seven. I would say seven, eight, something like that. But I think it was deserving. Who Who are some uh, artists you guys think we'll see next year's Grammys? Like in ter- like rap wise, because I feel like the favorite to be at next year's Grammy is probably Brockhampton right now, right? No Grammy. You think so? Brock or, do, or, do, or, do, or do you think it's too underground? To- Brockhampton's got a few ha- years to go. If that yeah. happens, though, I can't wait for like all the members to like tweet like, "Oh man, I'm on for a Grammy. Like my dreams come true. Like five years ago, I yada yada yada." Except for yeah. Kevin Abstract, we'll say. No, I think that he'd be the one to do it, just like Tyler did. I feel like That's true. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll change by the time that they get a Grammy or like they even get like considered for a Grammy. So who knows if they'll even be together like in the next couple of years? The Academy loves gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Who's, it's only That's a, January. Maybe Culture 2. Culture, Culture 2 is so. an hour and 45 minutes long. Really? And if anybody thinks I'm going to listen to that. It's an epic, dude. It's an epic. Are you epic? <clears throat> Not epic. Right. Um, anyways, you guys want to blast through some more of these? Let's blast yeah. through some more. Um, some more. Best pop solo performance. Does anyone care about that? No. Tell us. Uh, Ed Sheeran won for Shape of yes. You. Pass. 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 Uh, no, thank you. Um, best rap performance went to Kendrick Lamar for Loyalty. Yeah, um, Loyalty was actually my least favorite. One of my least favorite songs. Well, least favorite's God, on, but Loyalty's on bad. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Loyalty's just annoying. you know, you know, Damn. 
our loyalty sample 24 karat magic. I was just magic. about to say. So it's like 24 karat magic won again. That like high pitched <laughs> that sample that keeps happening. That makes me upset. That's it, why That's it, why it won. Like, we it made me really it. mad because both those songs were on the radio at the same time. And so in the, like, the beginning of, of loyalty started with the beginning of 24 karat magic. I never knew like. God. I didn't, really like either, I didn't really like either of the songs. But I was always mad because I didn't know which one was going to Bruno Mars just keeps hitting the home runs. This is a like. Oh my. This is like some Queen David Bowie under pressure. Stuff. <laughs> you never know. No one ever knows which ones it's going to be. Yeah. Um, Seth MacFarlane was up for an award. Pass. Does anyone want to talk about that? Pass. No, okay. <laughs> well, what was not. it for, actually? Let's, let's um, I'll, I'll. Best traditional pop vocal album. Uh, pass. No. no absolutely, <laughs> you think pass. I want to talk about him doing his Frank Sinatra impression? <laughs> absolutely pass. He did lose to Tony Bennett till it reached 90. So. That's fine. Yo, what was, he hosted an award show and gave just like a, like he, he did like a song that was basically just about like. Female nudity and female films. nudity really did not age. It was well. the Oscar. <laughs> did not age well. Um, what else is there? Ed Sheeran won best pop vocal album, beat out Lady Gaga, Kesha, Lana Del Rey, Coldplay, and Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, Daddy sure. is Imagine Dad, Dragons Lana, still Lana alive? Lana Del Rey, I think, would be. I think Lana Del Rey, maybe. Why is Imagine Dragons still around? I don't know. That's why? A good why? <laughs> what was the name? <laughs> <laughs> that thunder song, my uh, my two year old nephew loves oh that song. My two year old nephew is always like, "Play thunder, play thunder." I'm like, I don't want to play thunder for you, kid. I don't like that song. Um, best rap song went to humble. Yeah. Uh, best rap performance went to humble. Yeah. Best rock song went to Foo Fight. We already went over that. Yeah. Uh, I think we're right back where we started. Uh, Leonard Cohen won an award for "You Want It Darker." Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Indeed. Yeah. Um, although Chris Cornell lost that category to Leonard Cohen. Oh. Ooh. Wow, disrespect, can't believe they disrespect. <laughs> I can't believe it. Chris Cornell was nominated for The Promise. Our rocker in heaven, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, what else? Best metal performance went to Mastodon. Um, best R&B performance, Bruno Mars. Best traditional R&B performance with a Childish Gambino. What, uh, what, what did they say versus... about the the very widely used phrase, urban contemporary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please yeah, there is a category called, oh, what was it called? Um, Best like, Urban Contemporary. Yeah. Which is just the oddest, what does that mean? That's, that's Contemporary the music for urban people, Shay. That is so odd. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's like the same, the same people who I feel like, like, oh, that's some like urban music are also like, like I can't, pants sagging makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I don't know if the Academy, know. if they were, that's maybe every year. They mess up because they still have that category. It's such a weird, oddly named category. Yeah. Um, you guys have any thoughts on like uh, movie soundtracks that were nominated? Uh, La La Land won for best soundtrack. Oh no, I. Um, I mean, we talked about this before controversy. Kevin Spacey, but I legitimately liked all the music that was used in Baby Driver. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All the they, they, really, they really implemented the soundtrack like in a way most movies don't. Too. Yeah, it's really cool. I um, it's like a ton of uh, cool music. I like. Yeah. I found like a lot of cool music from that movie that I, I listened to. Like today, you know. I think uh, I think a uh, a good call they made. Kind of just skipped over it, but it's a Americana album. Jason Isbell and the Four Hundred Unit. Oh yeah, he's good. That's a really good album. Mm-hmm. He's doing great things mm-hmm. in a genre yeah. that needs great things right now. Americana, yeah. And yeah. I would I would say that's the Grammys. That's I would pretty say much that's the Grammys. Like, well, that's yeah. that's it. Really, it happened. Yeah. Did we enjoy this conversation like at all? I enjoyed the I, I, I enjoyed the Geraldo Rivera jokes. <laughs> good strides yeah. towards understanding this 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 strange ritual. 
That is podcasting. That is, I, no, I, that is the Grammys. That is the Grammys. I'm sure. I'm sure that this is like the seventh podcast you've listened to in the past week that was bitching about the Grammys. So I'm sure you're like tired by now. But hey, but we'll do. We'll, we'll you know we'll make it up to you by talking about love. Yes, guys. <laughs> love. The Grammys love. are gone. The Grammys love are, is in the air. The, the Grammys. The two. That's like the two. The two opposites. Love and the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Like when when Radio Rahim puts him onto the camera, it should be love and the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> But so we're recording this right now, like the tail end of January. By the time you hear it, it'll be closer to Valentine's Day. Right. Yeah. So Best what, are your, what are you guys' favorite love songs? This must be the place. This must be the That's place. Like a, it's, it's good because like it feels like a love song, but it, it never feels any any like, um I don't want to say tacky or it never feels overwrought or even, um I don't know, too sincere. Like it's, I, it is the irony boys i love <laughs> any i love any love song that like that like jams a little bit because oh, i yeah. believe in i believe in fun love over sappy love you know Ooh. i i, I won't right. i won't talk about it too much because i'm saving some for my uh, this must be the place fan cast that i'm going to be coming out with soon <laughs> but um that song just like it achieves such a unique emotion like like it says it in the subtitle like naive melody like there's something in like 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 i'm pretty sure the story in the studio was that uh I don't remember who. I think um, David Byrne played guitar and then Tina Weymouth played keyboard, which is something they had never done before. And so they made like really like simple instrumentals. And it kind of like, it's it's really hard to explain because it, it's, al- it's almost like, uh, it makes me think of like, like cherubs, like classical romance type stuff, mm. which is, uh, songs rarely get that. Anyone yeah. else have any uh, favorite love songs? I, I don't know. I, um, I always in like uh, in trying to find well not like trying but happening upon love songs that maybe lyrically aren't obviously love songs. Um, I feel like "Gold Sounds" by Pavement was always a song. That okay. I, think, I feel like that's like I feel like that's like Pavement's. I little, think that, little, I think that captures song. like a love feeling. Like the, yeah. the lyrics are about whatever they're about, but like yeah, it it really it kind of captures like a similar feeling to this. Must be the place. Yeah, I feel like it does, and it's sort of kind of unspoken because there's nothing exactly that you can point to and be like, this is yeah. what that's about. I know I'm contradicting myself because I just said that I like fun love songs over sappy love songs. Yeah. But I think first day of my life. First day of my life. Shout song. out to first day of my life. That is that is like sappy, but it's like it hits the right level of like sappy. See, it's it's, it's right. so crazy because like that that line where it's like, I'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery. Like that's yeah. some stuff you'd see in like, in like a middle class like home like stenciled into a thing <laughs> but like that line is so good like the whole thing like you said it's it's very it's very sappy yeah. but it's but still it's sap- so it's sappy and like real like he's just like putting himself out there is the whole point of it's, it it's sappy with like competent songwriting yeah. which is what a lot of yeah. like big sappy ballads like miss out on is that they're sappy but they're not good songs but you can make a sappy good song other than that um hello it's me by todd rundgren i love and uh <laughs> then last i mean it's on everyone's list uh lick my love pump by spinal tap <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's it for me yeah um i can't think of one so i'm just gonna say favorite color by carly ray jepson dope sounds good you good don't song. listen to love song jacob i can't i can't think of any you can at least love moment. song by the cure it's a good one. i do like the cure I love you, Honey Bear. The entire album is a good, is a good love, is a good love song. That album's really great, and that that song too, because it like it's like really classic, like um, like kind of love ballads, but like the lyrics are so like raunchy and cynical that like yeah. there's a really cool contrast going on between the two. But it's it's a, it's like Elton John if he was like a dickhead. 
which kind of like describes like Father John Misty as a whole, I think. <laughs> so without being gay, I guess we don't know that. We don't know that yet. Father John Misty? Yeah. yeah. Until he dies. He's got, he's got Emma. He's married. Even when he's he got, dies, yeah. we won't know. Yeah. So is Elton John. I saw an interview with uh, Father John Misty once. Um, it wasn't like one of his like, it was like an interview he did with his, with his wife. And apparently like the, the, the start about the meeting in the parking lot of a store is true. I think that's really cute. That's, that's the romantic. best. That's my favorite song. And it's such a, such a romantic song. That's like, that's like the most genuine song on the album. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of like really like big, like ballad stuff on it. And then the last song is just like a simple acoustic thing about how they met. It's yeah. so it's cute. It makes me cry. It's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Love should make you cry. Love should make you cry. Uh, What's that song? Um, if You Don't Cry, It Isn't Love by the Magnetic Fields. Uh, that's a good love song. Well, it's, yeah. it's kind of a yeah. sad song. Yeah. But. All right, so well, yeah, I in hope. Ge- in general, shout out real quick to yes. uh, the whole album, 69 Love Songs, which is all love songs. It's too many love songs. Yes. Yeah. No, I, they're, they're actually, all good <laughs> is the thing. They're all very good. And like they're, they're like not songs about like love they've had in their life. Like they set out to write like just yeah. love songs. I mean, I've actually never listened to the album. I bet they're all good. I was just, uh, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't take irony on this cast. Oh, Troy, okay. Man. All right. Well, I hope that you, you feel a lot of love, um, for each other. All right. Stay loving on three. One, two, three. Stay, stay loving. loving.